Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. should open right there old school van halen when it was really van halen with dave uh oh dave halen dave van halen stop it uh um, listen to muse dave osborne stop muse it. is great don't give me your crap about muse stop it, it be serious you guys want to jump in on the show? Of course, there's a lot of ways for you to do it. At the show, KMLX on Twitter, Facebook.com slash KMLX1120. We are live on there right now. You can say hello. You would have seen us laughing like you saw last segment and in the, even into the breaks because it's still up during the breaks. Mics are not hot, though. Thank God. Uh, otherwise, we'd have some trouble here. You can call or text us, 314-436-7900. We love the text messages. We have time for them this hour if you'd like to dive in on that. We may have some calls that are coming up later on. We also have a dedicated voicemail line that is only for the show. It is only for us. You leave your message. So, again, this is kind of a – we're trying to find a lot of ways for you to jump in with us, right? We don't yeah. want – we don't want to make it so, like, okay, I got to hold for 15 minutes. I mean, we love that you would hold to come on, and we had callers earlier, and that was great. But some people don't have the time. You may be running in out of work to get pick up some lunch and running back. You can go to the voicemail line. Simple. It's 314-944-1120. And I'm going – I haven't done it yet. I said I would. But I want to add it to the Twitter page for yeah. the show because then everything is there. The voicemail line, the text line. Obviously, you can listen on 1120 AM, 98.7 FM on the Odyssey app. So there are a lot of ways for you to keep in touch and interact. And we do want you to interact. So if you'd like to send us a little message uh, that we can use later on in this hour or mm-hmm. coming up on another day, it doesn't have to. It doesn't matter what topic it is. It's 314-944-1120. Can I read a text? That was, well, maybe he's a listener. That's not why he was texting, but our old buddy, Mark Reardon, uh, over at our sister station, and he texted 971, me. 971, KFTK. 97.1. Yep, yep. He texted me about an hour and a half ago. I just had my briefing. Oh, let me say this. He's riding with the Blue Angels. He's going up in the air with the Blue Angels. He's probably just now landing. He said, I just had my briefing on what the pilot called the bonus ride. That would be ejection on how to handle ejection. If you see a Blue Angel from downtown between 1245 and 130, that's me. There are only two flights and his is the second one. So I'm so jealous. As we're speaking Mark Reardon, I went over the times again. Mark Reardon is in the air in a Blue Angel. Ugh. Ugh. The, I, I, I've obviously known Mark for a long time. We're good friends. This might be the first time I'm jealous of him. <laughs> I would. I, that I'm would be super jealous. And also, I couldn't do it, but I'm jealous. Really? Aren't you jealous of his height? Like, I'm jealous oh of everyone's God. height, though. So that's not a, that's not a Mark specific thing. What you you what? Rude. Yeah, oh, is it? That's all right. I called him old yesterday. Yeah, he well, did. He, he is... called me old. You you. You made fun of my jacket. Here's the thing. You look older than you are. (laughs) Everybody watching on Facebook, you can make your judgments yourself. You know what's funny about that? Facebook.com slash KMOX1120. You don't act old, though. Nobody ever said that until I started working with you two. (laughs) 
That's because we look so much younger than you. No, I don't think that's so you it. Know what it, it is. is. It's like it's kind of like if you I, no, I think look, it's because you, it's, I think stress ages you. Well, it's it's like if you look if you want to look tall, stand next to me. It'll make you yeah. look tall. And if no. you want to look young, we'll stand next to you. Or if you want to have black lung, work in the coal mine forever. And that's kind of what's happening here is that the two of you are affecting my no, health. here's and- what it is. Here's what it is. <laughs> what? Have you seen those pictures where they show, like, the president, like they show Obama before he went into office? <laughs> yes, it's very stressful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like all the gray Raji hair. Yeah. Like, you've only been with us for, like, four days. You guys are killing me. You guys are aging me like in uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade <laughs> when the guy the guy picks the wrong cup. He's like, like no. I feel... I feel like that guy. Yeah. You look like that guy. No kidding. You guys are doing it to me. Buy me me a coat. By the way, it was really nice of Reardon to be listening to the Odyssey app while he's up in the Blue Angels. I got to tell you something, man. What? First of all, he might call, right? Like if if he he gets a chance from the cockpit. No, you dummy. When he gets on the ground. Uh, But yeah, if he gets if he gets a chance, we'll get we'll check in. I I, I am super jealous. I would I would jump at the chance to do that. That is like. Top of my list of things I'd want to do. So here's the thing. I, we're going to talk to Reardon about his flight with the Blue Angels. We just don't know if it will be like tomorrow or today because I feel like that's right. a quick turnaround. If he's in the air until 1.30, well, I don't know how he long. May, he may still be a little wobbly. Well, as soon as he's done puking, he needs yeah. to call us. I was just going to ask you guys, yeah. odds that Mark will need a change of clothes for some reason. No, I think he's prepared. I think he, well, I, I don't, whatever happens up in the plane, I don't think it's going to happen I think like he's not going to get sick there. It'll it'll be when he gets back to the ground. They say people pass out all the time. Yeah. Oh yeah. I've heard. I don't know if this is true. If you're a pilot listening, let me know if this is true or not. But the way they get past that is they they clench their torso muscles, yeah. like their core muscles. That keeps them from blacking out. The pilots. Is that hmm. correct? I don't know. Yeah. You have so to like do that's something. All you, that's all you have to do to brace yourself. I, don't, I think it's probably more than all you have to do. I'm sure. <laughs> no, nah, I think that's it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's some. You got to train to, you know, handle that stuff like regularly. Well, that, that no, would be the training. Yeah. One of the planes that's at the air show, one of the Blue Angels, I don't know if he said it was the pilot or the plane because I didn't see the movie yet. It was used in the film Top Gun, like was used in the filming of the new Top Gun. That one of those planes is here. Hmm. It's very exciting. <laughs> Is, is there more? <laughs> that's oh, it. I'm sorry. I, hey, is there a punchline? No, that's the end of my story. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, you want to you hear this? I looked this up while we were talking about the whole breathing techniques. So that there are different techniques used by pilots according to uh, uh, pilotteacher.com. So I'm guessing they... It's got to be legit. Pilotteacher.com. <laughs> that's exactly what the Blue Angels... That's where they got qualified. Oh. Pilotteacher.com. Hey, it's a, it's a, it, says, it says, how can a fighter pilot prevent passing out? And it says there are several things. There are breathing techniques... Uh, some, it says here, some say words, some shout, some just talk to themselves very forcefully. <laughs> like a guy what it says. Interesting. And, and it says by taking in a breath before the maneuver, then forcefully saying the words or making the noises. Kind of like, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm picturing like Steve yeah. Carell and the 40-year-old virgin doing the, oh, Kelly Clarkson! Yeah, like yeah, that, that. kind of thing. Uh, you can do muscle tensing, which is what you were talking about. It keeps you, the blood which, up in your head. I that's guess what that, I've heard. I guess that's the that, that would probably be the point. Right. Um, there are your G-suits, so there are special suits you could wear that would help with that. Um, and I guess those are the techniques. Okay. okay. See, all those things make a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. Where'd you get that from? The Microsoft Flight Simulator? Oh, it said, it said it's, it's pilotteacher.com. Oh, that sounds Pilotteacher.com. I didn't read the about page. I don't know whose it is. I just saw it when I did the Google. Just don't, no need to do more research. That no, sounds, no, like, I mean, it sounds, no, it sounds about right. Doesn't it? Yeah, it's just it's all about it. It's all about breathing and, and you know, muscle no, tensing. And I couldn't do this because there's a difference between 
passing out. Well, there's a difference between blacking out and passing out, right? If you black out for a second versus passing out and then you're sick the rest of the day. I couldn't do it because I have gotten dizzy on several Southwest flights. (laughs) (laughs) What? What is several? I have. Sometimes I have to lower my head. I put Kelly Clarkson. A flight attendant. What do they come by? Are you okay? Could you imagine being one of the jerks doing that in a a commercial flight? Like tensing yourself up and being like, I got to say words. Yeah. I'm not kidding. If they take off too quickly. It's not you manage G's, though. You're not experiencing that G-force in a commercial flight. I'm experiencing something, and it does make me, like, want to pass out. I have to kind of lower my head. So that I don't pass out on a Southwest flight, and then she has to not any other airline, she, just Southwest. Yeah, she has to ask the, uh, the the pilots at Southwest to stop inverting the plane. <laughs> it's making me sick. Yeah, please so, stop flying upside down. Since we're uh, doing the pilots and flying thing here for a second, we literally just got a text that says a few seconds ago. So this just came in while we're talking about it. it said, "Great show, but are we going to hear about my opinion of Maverick, which we did yesterday? Yeah, oh, for yeah, we did that. We did it earlier. So you know, obviously, we didn't do it in this hour. Go ahead." Amy Give it being again. mean to somebody that sent us a very nice text and said, said, great show with two exclamation points, not one, but two. I and now you're it. being mean to them. No. Uh, the review was that it was good and it was better than the original. That, and and did, that's high praise and, coming from you. And that it was horrible and stupid and a terrible addition to the movie when Maverick went and blew up the Admiral's okay. house. Okay. It was just not necessary. It was gratuitous. Didn't help the plot. You know. Some I, of us I are trying spend a- to be good people. When are you going to start? Yeah, you just insulted somebody that said something nice no, to us. No, I was us. talking about you. Yeah. You can't give the spoiler. He does just keep run, uh, like like ruining the movie. Yeah. <laughs> about them blowing anybody, up the Admiral's house. If anybody house. thinks that that happened, <laughs> well, then they're going to have a big surprise in the movie, and they're going to enjoy it even more. They'll be like, oh, that terrible thing didn't happen. The guy's going to walk out, but when, I can't believe they didn't blow up the Admiral's house. Yeah. I must have missed that part. Yeah, it was John Hamm's the house, the Admiral. Hey, John Hamm is in yeah. the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I love John Hamm. He's good. I mean, I will say they did a good job with the casting because even the younger characters, they did a good job. By the way, John Hamm from St. Louis. Did you know that? Yeah. No. Have you guys heard Get this out. or no? No. Yeah. Really? So wait and a I got a thing to tell you about Nelly. Can you tell us now? From St. Louis. No. no. Yeah. You know what I heard? What? I heard John Goodman's from St. Louis. Get out of town. My dad went to I saw John Norm. Goodman at Lambert once walking through. I was you know, I was younger, and I thought this was the coolest thing ever. You know, who, uh, to, uh, the Sklar brothers are from St. Louis. Did you? Know I that? did know that. Do you know who told me that? They the did. Sklar the Sklar brothers. brothers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey. Oh, hey. Look at uh, Captain get, Name Drop over yeah. there. Get, I got here. Give me a broom. Hey, you know what? We were talking about what our pilot uh, coat or like yeah. our pilot oh, sign would be. Yeah, Yours yeah. is Name Dropper. Name Dropper. Absolutely. Yes, that's you. No, it'd be it'd be heavy metal. What's my call sign? No, your call sign is be Name Dropper. Metal. No, it'd be heavy metal. I know the Sklar Brothers. I have a house. <laughs> flex. That'd I be lo- your yeah. name. Weird flex. 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 Yeah, there yes. it is. Your Flex. Flex. I love that What's one. What's Ron? Ron's I don't. There's sign. not anything for me. There is no call sign for me. Graybeard. You'd be, be Chi Town. Graybeard. <laughs> Graybeard would be perfect. Actually, maybe more like Gandalf. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to grow this thing out. My beard is white. Yeah. It's like, and I hate it. It Well, there's, they're like little, pa- they're <laughs> there's like little, little pause. They're like, I felt that way too much. When he said yeah. That. Too. I, I don't bad. even have a beard. It's like, it was a moment of reflection. Don't you feel bad for life. me? Like, I like how you're picking on me so much. My First self-esteem all, has gone from here to here. We like, said for, we love you multiple times. I, know, I don't, I don't I care about that. And, and and we support you. I'd rather just be handsome. 
I can I can take care of uh, the just for men for you too. Thank you. There you go. All right, stick around. It is the. I show. just need touch of gray. By okay. the way, touch I don't need the gray. full thing. There you go. Yeah. There you go. At the show KMOX on Twitter, Facebook.com/slash KMOX1120. All right, it's the show on KMOX. Amy Marks scores. Chris Ronji, Kevin Wheeler. If you're watching on Facebook, facebook.com slash KMOX1120. If you're not, first of all, you're missing out. Secondly, if you are, you're seeing all of us still laughing, and you're seeing Amy like in tears laughing. <laughs> yeah. Um, because we're still talking about call well, signs and making fun of each other, and Amy loves goofy dad jokes, and oh, Ronji told her so a dad bad. joke. Yeah. And well, and also, we determined that Wheels, his call sign is... Flex. It's flex. Because I flex. he's always I like doing it. weird flexes. Fits a lot name of dropping. Yeah. Name dropping. So, I have a house with windows. I like, uh, I like, yeah. I like turtles. Yeah. I know the Sklar yeah. brothers. Yeah. I know, I know yeah. the Sklar yeah. brothers. Okay. You know, brag, did you guys brag. know that? Yeah. 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 That? So that's flex. So then we... Then he, we were looking at, you know, call signs for Ronj. And Ronj, you have glasses on. So he said we could call you Specs. And then I realized, flex and Specs. We'd have to be in the same You'd have to be in the same plane. In that way. Right. So you'd be the gunner. I'll be the pilot. Is that how that works? Yeah. Like, we're not sending flex and specs to Top Gun. <laughs> those guys are those guys are not the best. But did you want that one as your call sign? I don't know if I... I or would you rather I, have I, a new one? I thought you know of what? a new one. It's well, not super hilarious or anything. I'll write it down. But like... Wrong, All right, what do you wrong, have? Wrong way would be a good one. Wrong way. That's Remember the guy bad. from Gilligan? You know, the wrong, the, uh, the pilot that crashed there? His name was Wrong Way something or other? I do not. Oh, uh, okay. So you didn't watch Gilligan's Island. Anyway, it's close to your name, but it's funny because you're going the wrong way. My wrong way's not bad. Yeah, yeah. I got oh, a, we got, we got a suggestion for Amy on the text line. Oh, no. That I think is money. Like it okay. is like nails. Not, it's, I don't think it's funny. I think it's just dead on what it should be. Okay. Texter from the 314 says, can Amy be Roadrunner? Oh, oh yeah. that's a good I mean, one. That is nails. That is nails. I'm taking that. Okay. That's my call sign. Yeah. Brilliant to the text line. Okay. Texter, anonymous texter in the 314. Thank you, anonymous texter. So when we have our Road plane, runner. and we're, we're, we're the only plane that has a, like a <laughs> pilot and then two co-pilots. <laughs> well, like all in a row, by we, the way. We got an extra gunner. Three people. Oh, yeah. yeah you could be the tail gunner. Yeah. 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 There you I go. just am still picturing scenes, <laughs> scenes from Top Gun. The guy is like, like, <laughs> I can't even say it. Flex, specs. You two characters are going to Top Gun, or Maverick is like needs help. I need, I need help. And then, then Flex and Specs come up. Nice. Cougar was number one. Cougar lost it. Now it's Flex and Specs. <laughs> You're going to Miramar. Great idea. Roadrunner, you got deck duty. <laughs> That's how that's going to work uh, out. Oh, my All right, God. So, again, the text line is 314-436-7900. If you ever want to send anything our way, uh, the voicemail line, 314-944-1120. And that is only for our show. Uh, so don't send messages for DGS on that. Although, if you did, I'd probably forward them to Dave and say. Maybe. Well, don't, you know, don't, you're putting an extra step of work in for yourself. Don't do that. I didn't say I would. I said I might. Might, yeah. Which, probably which not. Which in though. my language means. No. Eh, not yeah, going to happen. It's not going to happen. Not hey, going to happen. You guys know what a pirate's favorite letter is? Yes. What? Z. Oh, well, come on. Have you ruined <laughs> you it. You did it the wrong way. Goes. Everyone thinks it's R, but really it's the C. Yeah. You. You know. You know what, Kevin? It's Kevin. You know what? This is, this is why we didn't see Top Gun with Kevin. Yeah, because he was going to ruin right, the because, movie because the whole time. Because I would have laughed at dad jokes. Yeah. Well, no, That's you were why. ruin the movie. No, like you ruined that joke. We had a very fine time. I'm sure you did. It was mm-hmm. enjoyable. And there was probably only because Susan, sure Susan had a great time. She did. She did. She enjoyed it because I, I'm the person that does not talk in the theater. Even before the show, I don't even want to talk. 
first of all, it's because I'm really loud and it's typically quiet. So if I start talking, everybody's like, Don't you know how to guy? whisper? I, do, I mean, I do, but it's not a habit. <laughs> it's not Honestly, a habit. Honestly, does Susan say, hey, keep it down? All the time. Really? All the time. Inside and it, voice. And that doesn't work? You're not on the radio. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've you been have, together for 30 years. It's, you have two kids. I have one kid. You have one kid. Well, I don't know if there's, I don't think there's another. So when, you would know. when your would wife know. Find you. gave yeah. birth, yep. was this the voice you used in the labor room? I don't think so. Maybe. <laughs> I don't really remember that very well. Come on, well. Susan, you can I mean, do I, it. I don't remember Push, what Susan. I was, Push. I was, I can, I'm pretty sure, and I think she's at work now, so she won't be able to text me and say so. But I'm pretty sure I was annoying her. Yeah. Yeah, okay, probably, probably. But then again, in that scenario, how would you not be annoying someone? Like, if you're constantly talking to someone going through childbirth, I would think that'd probably be annoying, regardless of what you're saying. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. yeah. It's like, by the way, is it called the labor room? <laughs> That's what Amy called. When you're in the, the labor room, room, it's the maternity it's the delivery room. room. It's the delivery room. It's That's the, it. It's the birthplace. I don't know. I call the. I called it the it's food a hospital room. room. I called it a- the food room in there, and it, I called it the food room for a year. And then this, where we have the food in the office, and Chris Myhill said it's the kitchen. <laughs> you see, you yeah. mean the kitchen? I got a food room at home at my house. Did you guys know that? Oh gosh, you have a house. Well, with a food room, we also have kitchens. I am now imagining Kevin <laughs> talking his wife through labor <laughs> so loudly, yeah. and then right down the hall is like another delivery room. <laughs> And that husband saying nothing. He's like, I don't have to. Just listen to him down yeah. the hall. Oh, my God. It was, yeah. <laughs> listen to, that I, guy's I honestly, doing it for me. I really do wish I could remember if that was what was going on. I don't really remember. I just remember just being like, let's get this going, man, because I'm freaking out. And she's obviously freaking out. And I'm feeling bad for her. Yeah. I mean, it's no pain for me, but I'm feeling bad for my wife. I have yeah. sympathy, you know? Was it a It's long? called sympathy. Uh, wait, is it empathy pain or is it? Uh, sympathy pain. Sympathy pain. Sympathy I, didn't, pain? I, didn't, okay. I didn't have sympathy pains. I just had sympathy by itself. Yeah. Was it a long bad. process? Pretty long. I mean, yeah. it wasn't like a 24-hour thing, but it was most of the night, yeah. Mm. And it was painful. I mean, not for it's you. It's a painful not thing. No, no, not for me. Like I said, I handle pain very well for myself. Oh, yeah. really? Did you bite your tongue recently? I did, and I'd run around the room, and now I'm fine, and that's, that's why I texted not, you guys. Is that handling it, though? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but when it's when it's like my wife or my kid, I don't handle that well at all. I just so, don't. Yeah, you just... Can you handle if someone gets sick? So, as an example, yeah, I, I, I'm okay with that. But I like, what do you mean, gets like pukes or just, just yeah. being sick? Yeah, I don't care about that. I'm not a squeamish person, but I will, again, like one example. So, this is when my wife was pregnant with my daughter, who is now 25. Um, we had to go in for the amniocentesis, right? So, they're checking things. It's when they put a really long needle like this mm-hmm. into the womb and they extract some of the, uh, the uh, fluid and then they test for certain things. Well, it's not the testing that was weird or bothering me. Just the for some reason the needle and you're watching it on the yeah. ultrasound and I saw the needle go near my kid's foot, I I almost passed out. I like slid down the wall and sat down on the floor and the nurse is like, Yeah, he can just stay there. <laughs> so my wife's got the needle in her stomach and I'm the one yeah. sliding down the wall. All of this sounds horrible. It wasn't great. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one. They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Right, back in on the show on KMOX. Chris Raji, Amy Mark scores, Kevin Wheeler with you here. Obviously, you got Cardinals baseball coming your way tonight. Uh, 610 for the first pitch, cards and rays down in St. Pete at the trop. Uh, you've got uh, Packy Naughton making the start for the Cardinals tonight, and I'm spacing on the Rays starter. Can't remember who it is. Uh, oh, it's Corey Kluber. It's Corey Kluber. Oh, yeah, so that's Corey right. Kluber's Klubes. making the start for uh, the Rays. You can hit us up on the text line, 314-436-7900. Obviously, the show is on Twitter, at the show KMOX. So this is a story from Fortune Magazine. Actually, it's been kind of everywhere. We know that there are uh, companies around the country uh, car companies, vehicle companies, Tesla is one of them, that's been building self-driving cars. Well, we also know that self-driving trucks are already a thing right now. And there are some places, like Walmart, that is starting to use self-driving trucks for delivery purposes. In the Dallas-Fort Worth area, there is a there's an autonomous vehicle startup called Gaddick. And they are bringing self-driving trucks to the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And they're going to be delivering things like toilet paper for Sam's Clubs in the area of DFW. So it does feel like it is a matter of time. And I know that this is, this is technology and a story that's, that's sort of been coming on for many years now. We've been talking about self-driving vehicles for, what, 15 years probably mm-hmm. And slowly but surely, the technology is starting to take hold, and it's not perfect at all. For me, it's not about whether or not this is a a good idea from the standpoint of convenience, because I do believe from a from a modern society perspective, it probably would be really convenient if none of us ever had to drive a car again or pay attention to the road, or if nobody ever had to deliver, uh, you know, drive a truck or whatever. I but like the way that looked in Minority Report, right? You just jump in, you're zipping around, yes. and you go. Here's I'm my not saying that we're going to be floating in the air or anything like that. Just That was cool. Maybe this is short-sighted, but my trouble with this whole thing, and, and I, I still am uneasy about, say, being on a highway next to a car with no driver in it. And I know that drivers can make a lot of mistakes. Right. Yeah, Drivers a lot of times Probably aren't paying more than attention. A computer. Probably. But there's, there's something uncomfortable about the mistake coming from a computer as opposed to a human, because at least I can look at a, another person mm-hmm. and be like, hey, you know, <laughs> move your car over, or give him a honk, and he'll, you know, he's getting a little too close to me, and maybe that works. But th- beyond that... I'm uncomfortable with the idea of eliminating. It's already difficult to get a job. And now we're eliminating more positions potentially in the future. A lot of people drive trucks. A lot of people are delivery drivers. It is already tough to find a good paying job. And so now we're going to remove potentially another element of the workforce. For me, this is a really difficult thing, I think, to accept. 
Where do you guys stand on this? I mean, is this the kind of thing that you think, well, it's inevitable, we should just do it? But delivery drivers, there are a lot of people who do that job. Yeah, there. So it, it, I agree that it's tough because at some point when there's innovation, when there's progress in terms of technology and transportation, at some point an industry is going to go away. Right. We don't have very many blacksmiths anymore. You know, they used to be everywhere because they were necessary everywhere when things were done by horse. And again, I'm not saying that any of these things, things should go away. And I don't think they will in our lifetimes. I think we're talking years and years down the road. And the idea would be that hopefully some other industry is created to help take those people that are That's working in those jobs right. and you go into somewhere else. Or as those people retire, the newer workforce comes up in a different path and there's some other industry for them to take hold of. I mean, again, it, it's hard to envision in a short term, right? Because we didn't make the transition from horses to cars in the snap of a finger. It took a long time. But these things are speeding up now. Like right. The changes happen faster now. So maybe the adjustments are a little bit seemingly slower because you have people that feel like they're left behind because the thing that they were doing is not a thing anymore where in the past it would take a decade or two decades or three right. for those transitions. Now it happens quick. So for, for these changes, it will probably be gradual by the time we get to the point where it's, it's so widespread, it's everywhere. But right now for these people who were driving these delivery trucks, this is a transition that's happened quickly. Yeah, they are they yeah. are now now all out of work. That's right. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a couple of angles to this. My first thought, at least right now, and maybe this is short sighted of me, but right now we the the labor market is just an, a sponge waiting to absorb more workers. We have two open jobs per every unemployed person in the country right now. So as far as like finding jobs, it it should be the best time in, in our history to be able to find jobs. I understand that this is forward thinking. We're talking 50 years down the road, if not more than that, as far as how prevalent self-driving trucks and delivery cars will be. I, I Maybe I'm just like a fuddy-duddy with this. I'm not a huge fan of the self-driving cars. I think our technology, I think the idea is there, but what we have is kind of like a first draft of a essay that has potential. You hear about the self-driving cars crashing. We don't have the infrastructure for it right now. And for I, maybe it's letting go of control. I like having control over my car. I like knowing that in. I almost would rather have an incompetent person in control of his or her car than I would... An, a self-driving car. There is a Magnus Carlsen is the world chess champion. He was the youngest world chess champion. He might be the longest reigning. And when he won the world chess championship for the first time, part of the way he won is that he beat his last name is Anand. I can't remember his first name, but he was called the computer. This Anand guy played like the computer, right? He knew all of the algorithm rhythms. He had everything, the moves memorized. He was perfection. Magnus played like Mozart. He played with purposeful imperfections, which threw off the guy that played like a computer. Do you know what I'm saying? So when we have these self-driving cars and self-driving trucks, in my head, the algorithmic potential for there to be errors that would cause chaos seems far too great, at least right now. Show me. I just want the data. If you can show me how many accidents there are 
per person a driver. <laughs> There's I mean, a gazillion. I drive every damn day, and there are a lot of crappy drivers out there who do a lot of crappy things. If you could show me that. Now, the problem here is it, it, that we're having now with crashes. And I think pedestrian accidents are a bit of an issue, too. But, I mean, people are doing distracted. these things now. Yeah, people are yeah, distracted. distracted. People, mm-hmm. a, a car a car that's automated is not going to be distracted. It may have faults. It, you're right. It might, it might malfunction. There may be an issue. But what I would care about is, first of all, you have to have enough data. That's part of it. But then what does it say? If you're 16 times less likely to be injured by an automated car, I'm perfectly happy to go along with those. Are are you saying, I'm sorry, when all cars are animated or are you talking about if it's 30% self-driving? Well, that's the hard part. Like you got it because it's going to be a mix, at least initially. Which that, it's the mix. And the variables that come along with it. That's exactly right. Because, for example, you're going to drive fast. I'm going to drive faster. Ranji's in his automated car. How does it adjust to the two of us doing different things or making unpredictable moves? Cutting somebody off, uh, accelerating to, you know, more than you'd think. I mean, I think that's. I'm sure that that's being accounted for in the conceptualization and the construction of the auto-driven cars. Right. But I would. I just want to know it. I want to know what you come up with. I don't. I don't want to go in blind. Of course, I would want to know what the data says. And if you can say with our systems, our navigation systems, our sensors around the car, we are this much less. We are this this percentage, this many times less likely. To cause an accident, I'll. I mean, then I'm then I'm in. It's got. It's just got to be on the good side rather than on the wrong side. And my hope is the proponents of automation who say, well, there there will just be an adjustment down the line. So if your job, and, and not just from self driving, there are a lot of jobs that have been eliminated over the last twenty to thirty years by automation in general. Just in, not not just in this, but in factories, you know, in in things where where there are assembly lines. There are not as many people working and the proponents will say, well, yeah, those jobs will just appear somewhere else. You know, you'll have to maybe you'll have to work on the actual automation. Show me that too, by the way. Show me. I need need to see numbers of how these jobs will be replaced because let's not forget this either. We're we're having an increased population too. Like there are, we have more people. We have more people now than we had in and the it, world. And it's, and it's still accelerating. And it's still growing every single year, but every day. At a slower day. rate. <laughs> at a slower it's rate. Starting but it's starting to become an issue in America as it is in Japan. Well, and wor- Sweden worldwide, and worldwide, the population now is higher than it was 20 years ago. And I, I, I am concerned that we will get to a point, and maybe this does not happen in our lifetimes, but we do have to worry about the people behind us. Hope there's an adjustment, and I'm with Kevin. I want to see the numbers. I, I want to see actual hard data that tells us that, no, in fact, this is all a good thing for everybody. Okay, quickly, and it's not the point of the conversation. I even struggled with the fobs, like the key fobs, where instead of having a physical key that you turn in the ignition to start the car, just pretty, pressing an on-off button, when that doesn't work, I feel helpless. I feel like there's nothing I can do. Does, I feel like every element, every this, the smarter my car gets, the less in control I feel. Mm, I mean, I had plenty of cars that won't start with a key either. But it wasn't more satisfying to go. No, that actually, that actually pissed me off even more. It's tactile. <laughs> yeah, that see. would make me more. That made me how, more angry. If you have a fob that runs out of batteries, do you know how to start your car? Yeah, you hold it up you, right next to the button and okay, you push because well, that happens to me all the time in my thanks, Kevin. car. 
That was my fun fact. I'm sorry, I still have a key. You asked if I knew. I said I did. Well, I was hoping you would say no, and then I could no, tell No, Amy, fun what fact. is it? <laughs> if you hold it up next to the thing, it starts. Yeah. Could you guys quit bragging about having cars with fobs? <laughs> Getting ready to wrap up the show. DGS coming up after the top of the hour news. Cardinals baseball after that. Cardinals and the Rays in Tampa. 515 pregame show. 610 for the first pitch. So in the last segment, guys, we were obviously talking about the automated shipping, automated trucks, uh, delivery vehicles and such. And we got uh, driver Joe texting in in the 314. He said, did you say delivery vehicles are going to be automated? And he said, did you say the tractor trailers are going to be automated? He said those tractor trailers are 80,000 pounds of toilet paper and steel. <laughs> but then he said, eh, as long as it happens after 2033, I'll be fine with it because I'll be retired. Okay. See, <laughs> I yeah. like driver well, Joe. Yeah, good job, Joe. Joe yeah. He makes such a great point. Do you know how much trust you have to have in the automated vehicles if you're driving down Highway 40 and there's an 80,000 pound machine behind you and you have to brake suddenly because you know those hills on 40? They kind of catch you off guard and you crest the hill and then everybody stopped and so you slam on your brakes. You better hope that that automated car is, I don't know, working. So if the automated truck, if I, let's say I was a rival uh, business, like I was, I don't know, what, uh, Costco, all right? I'm Costco and I decide to find all of the, uh, the Sam's Club trucks. And I'm just, I'm just going to stand in front of the truck so it can't go anywhere. Can't go deliver your toilet paper. I'm standing in front of your truck. I'm paying people to, because it won't move. It won't run you over because it's self-driving, but it doesn't know to back up and go around you. Mm. I think I think we found a way around it. Something tells me someone would eventually remove you. Who's going to do it? And that... The little guys with the who can tell that their truck's not moving. We need like, what you, little know, guys? you know what we need? We need little drones that can come pick you up and take you away. Like a like a hawk, yeah, or like one of those machines with the claws, where it goes and you drop down and you have like to, in like in the oh like a game a in the vending arcade. machine, yeah. Those can't pick up anything. It's actually <laughs> yeah, true. That's a good point. Yeah, <laughs> uh, when they're run by humans. Oh, that's if they're true. Run by AI, you're done. Just come up and just pick you up by your head. Yeah, pick right. you up and put you over on the side, and then give you a little smack and then bye. Then you're good. It'd be like the the I just watched War of the Worlds the other day. Oh yeah, like that. The Tom Cruise version, which was, which was good. I, I thought it was that really movie. good. Yeah, that's what they, those did little. You see that, Amy? No, I did not. But I've heard the George Orwell radio, not yeah. George Orwell. Um, the other guy who uh, read it on the radio wasn't George Orwell. No, it was Orson, Orson Welles. Orson Welles. The Orson Welles. Too many Ors. You're thinking of 1984. No, I wasn't thinking of that. I was no, thinking was of Orson Welles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're pretty. The names are so that that is where the uh, there's a law that you can't say something on the radio mm-hmm. or broadcast. You can't say something serious is happening if it's not, because people who were listening to that in real time yes. thought we were actually being invaded. Yeah, and uh, you know, created panic. You know, I used to think when I heard that story about how people panicked, I used to think. God, those people were so stupid. I was like, but, but now, like 70 years ago. I know, but now the crap that people believe. Oh, those people weren't stupid. They were just like panicked because they had never heard anything. Like that. People believe the craziest nonsense. It now. Would, yeah. It would be the equivalent well, though of turning I, on CNN and seeing video of things blowing up. 
You know what I mean? Radio and listening to that was a viable form. They didn't know any better. There's a difference between now and then. Then they didn't know any better. When people believed the world was flat, we didn't know any better because we didn't have a way to measure it. Now there's no excuse. Sorry. Like, now there's no excuse for a lot of this stuff that you're talking about. No, this is what I'm saying. Like, I think if you took some of the nonsense that people believe now and and, and put it to those people that were panicked by that, they would be like... What are you even talking about? Right. They, would, they would have more common sense. Yes. We're talking about self-driving cars. This has always amazed me in Back to the Future 2 when they go to the future and they've got flying cars, yep. right? Everyone, I want that. And think of all the technology that they had in Back to the Future 2. I love that Marty McFly still had to go to a phone booth to make phone calls. Like, we advanced so much, but there were still phone booths in their minds. That was like the first because thing to become antiquated. Because they cell phones then. I think they had cell phones, but they still had phone booths. Uh-huh. The, the, well, that's funny. But the, the only thing from the entire series that of real, of technology, if we could snag one bit of technology from that entire movie trilogy, mm-hmm. the one thing we should have is the Mr. Fusion Mm. Do you remember Mr. Fusion? I do. Very end of the first one yep. where they just used garbage for fuel. Like he came back, the thing was flying, he goes to the garbage, puts in like a banana and like beer and then the can and that was their fuel. If we could have that, we could solve so oh, many of thought, our problems. I thought you were that or the automated sleeve length. I mean, let's be honest. No, you don't need that. It's the time travel. That's the innovation in there. Because you can do all those other things. No, if you can no we get rid of all our garbage. The time travel. Yeah, but if you have is... the time travel, you can go to the future, figure that out, and then come back. <laughs> okay. Right? It enables Ideally. all of these other things to come together. Well. Time travel's it. Nah, you guys I... don't believe me. That's all right. That's all right. I'd rather not have to take my garbage out. You guys. Just take it to the car. Nice job. Thanks. Had a good time today. Thanks, what do you think? buddies. Enjoy the rest of the day. That is the show. Chris Ranji, Amy Marks, course, Kevin Wheeler with you here. Stick around. Another show's coming up. This one is called The Dave Glover Show. I think because the host's name is Dave. That's next on KMLX. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.